Coming up on Unsound Advice... I routinely have to be the one comedian who is defending improv yeah. a lot of the times. Because it is a very one-sided war. Yeah. It is stand-ups being like, what the fuck is this shit, right? Improv people aren't hating on stand-ups. The only thing improv people say about stand-ups is, they're pretty mean and they seem miserable, huh? Yeah. And I'm like, yes. But we're very funny. If you go into the average stand-up show anywhere in the country versus the average improv show anywhere in the country, the average stand-up show will be funnier, will be a better show. It will be. But the times when I have seen a show and left, like, changed and believing that, like, art is real have been improv shows. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck I, I'm just out. Saying, but yeah, then, man, if there's one thing I hate, it's someone who's taken the time to work hard on a joke instead of shitting it out. No, 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 in the that's not what I mean. We should really get to a call. Twice in the last month, I had to come pick her up from a guy's house drunk at 4.30 in the morning. Do I just assume he's not interested anymore? So I'm in my second marriage. My first one ended because my wife cheated on me and my second wife is starting to act in a similar way. Hey, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hey there. Um, I know you're a 12-step program person, so I was just wondering, how do you break up with a hairstylist? A bunch of my coworkers are really bad at their jobs. And I wanted to try, you know, bringing her back into my life. I'm just wondering if you had any guidance for me. Give me a strategy here. Where where do I start? How do I even begin? And how do I stop eating cookies? Because I love cookies so much. Thanks a lot, Laura. You're the best. Hi, welcome to Unsound Advice with Lara Bites. I'm Lara Bites. I'm very excited for today's guest. He's a very talented comedian, writer, actor, and musician who was fired after one season as a cast member on Saturday Night Live. His album, Guitar Comic, is available anywhere you stream your music. Thank you so much for joining us, Luke Knoll. Oh, my God. Oh, you did the Luke Knoll kind of yeah. uh, SNL just to rub it in. You kind of did it like... <laughs> I thought you might want Luke one more. Knoll. Luke Knoll. Yeah. Yeah, just the one season. Uh, Why were you what, fired? What an intro. What a cute little intro. Isn't that fun? Isn't I love that fun? Animation. That's all JP, our producer, JP Buck. So nice. Well, thank you. And I have a dream that I want to be the guy who writes that kind of music for like yeah. motivational intros or hold music or yeah, yeah. you also like had a dream a good... to be on snl and you were fired after one season can you tell us about that what yes. did you do a dream that was ripped from me what almost as soon boy. as i got there uh, <laughs> the, uh they it was honestly just bad timing i was there 2017 2018 to like the first full year of trump and uh it was a weird time for everybody but also just a weird time to be on that show because it was so dominated by like the random um celebrity uh drop-ins non-stop all the time to play every bit part political player at the time and so like as a new guy like you're already playing like waiters right the, the first year you're there you know or, like one line type yeah. stuff you're like this is what i was doing in real life before right. i got here exactly yeah yeah thank you for making me move <laughs> like really waiting more tables didn't see that coming but all right and right back to it uh <laughs> and just empty cups now just okay empty cups. Sure. Some, okay i can do that but yeah it was just like i remember looking around and being like man pete davidson and kyle mooney are like barely getting into the show wow. this year and i was like oh there's there ain't no room for another nondescript white dude yeah. th this season. Yeah. But I left on good terms. You know, I didn't piss anyone off. And so for that much is, I, there's times where I'm like, man, I wish I would have yeah. not gone out like right. a mouse fart and right. been like a turd or something. <laughs> yeah. you know? But no, I'm, I, I'm, I didn't burn. 
Yeah. The, bur- the proverbial bridge. Of course not. Yeah, of course not. What were you dying to say before we played the intro? You were like, I'll hold on to that for a minute. Oh, I, uh, you were you were loving that I was referencing my my marital bliss constantly. Love my wife, great gal at all times. And again, can't wait to be buried beside her. Yeah. Cannot wait to be dead next to her. <laughs> um, but we were flying back from Chicago yesterday mm-hmm. on a plane, and we have this thing like anytime we're in a row where there's someone sitting beside us, like we're two of the three seats. I have like a notes app running. Like we'll we'll talk on my silently oh, on my so notes thoughtful. well normally it's just really bizarre it's for privacy it's more just like saying things about like we're talking shit or like this guy's this guy's barefoot like why is he already barefoot oh. like are you seeing this that kind of stuff but yesterday i was like uh we had like a lot of a little bit of turbulence and i was like it would man isn't it great that if this plane just took a nosedive Shut and up. we were gonna explode oh that we God. would die at least together Barf that me. we could be like because it would be so much worse if I had to, like, get a text being like, she burned up and exploded and you have to deal with that. I'm like, it will just be better if we both die, I think. I see what you're saying, but it's just way too romantic that you had that thought. Oh, no, it was at way more dark and, like, it's not like a loving thing. It's more just none of us have the burden of having to deal with the death of the other one. You know what thought I had when I was uh, on a road trip with the guy I'm seeing recently? If the car crashes and he dies, it will, I will never recover. I didn't share it. I, my wife ha- says that kind of stuff to me, though. She's like, if you die, I'm like, it's not yeah, I long just was for picturing, me. Yeah, I was just picturing looking over at his bloody unconscious face. And I was like, well, I hope that doesn't happen. I'm going to move on to another thought now. <laughs> Next thought. I'm going to, time to look at the trees and appreciate the moment I'm actually in instead of fantasizing about the worst one I can imagine. I, you know, road trip and there's always a moment like I don't know if you've been like driving through the Midwest and there's like a deer. You know that I you, have. You almost hit that deer. Yeah. A couple times. Oh, yeah. And there were times where I was like cruise control at, at doing 80 miles an hour and I'm stupid. <laughs> we want to be clear there. And I have like. I, I'll have, like, my foot no, up because I'm stupid. You can't have your foot well, I was, up. Well, I was a youngster. You don't have to be that comfortable. Pull over. See, live, laugh, love, and learn. But there's been times where I almost hit, you know, an elk or whatever yeah. in, like, northern Michigan. Yeah. And, I'm, and I swerve, and then you have that shot of adrenaline, and you're like, it would have been unfortunate had they found my body with, like, crisscross applesauce <laughs> <laughs> behind the driver's seat. Like, it's so you don't want to be found like that. Or they're like, hey, how did you break your legs into your stomach? No reason. No reason. No reason why. They're like, well, we know why. We just don't do that anymore. And you're like, yeah, I won't. I can't drive. Live, love, love, and learn. Eat, pray, love, and learn. That's not even an expression. No, we're trying to get it to be one. It won't be. It's bad. I'm working on That's merch. That's why. No one else will say that. Do you have merch? No. I don't either. Uh, I do have some business cards which arrived, JP. Thank you so much. I have forgotten to bring them out on several weekends at this point. Cool. It is pissing me off, and I apologize for that. I feel bad. Like, the idea of selling merch after a show is something that makes me want to puke. It's I, I don't want to be a t-shirt salesman on top of already being begging people to go to buy a ticket at the, the Chuckle Hut. You know what really pisses me off in retrospect is... I bet my, it's just one thing. And my last boyfriend was a graphic designer. I asked him to just, like, draw up a poster. The only thing I've ever asked, and that's not true. Yes, it is. 
It's the only <laughs> thing I've ever asked him to draw. I'm like, can oh, you just draw. do a poster so that I can go to different cities, change the name of the thing, and then you sign them and have people pay what they can. Um, and he just never did it. I'm like, that really would have changed my life. What did you want it to no, be? No, I just was like, just make a poster with my face and just like put my name on a fucking piece of paper. And, and don't like, cheat nah. on me. And he was like, no. No to both. No to both. And I'm going to tell you. How much did he cheat? Tell me when to stop. Tell me when to stop. <laughs> tell me when to stop. <laughs> One. Yeah, he cheated. Not even that much. One. Yeah, barely. Barely cheated. Barely cheated. Just he, one he really dry did hump. barely cheat. One single dry hump. Uh, he did something. I didn't ask for details. You I wasn't like, know. hey, can you help me picture it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just was like, we are, we had already broken up. And then he told me about it. And I was Why like, do this that? is more than I need to know. You're already dead. This is more than I need to hear. You're dead to me. Yeah. You're already dead to me. I don't need to, to kick the corpse. Seriously. But it's like, oh, I guess this gives me more reason to hate you. It was helpful. And honestly, and this is maybe psychopathic that I had this thought at the time, but I'm just such... I'm a comedian first. You know what sure. I mean? And I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is very helpful. Thank you for telling me that. Th thank you for letting me. Thank you for the new 10. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for the new 10. Yeah, that's an instant 10. Yeah. It turned into three pretty soon. But, you know. Well, yeah. That's when, fine. Once that's you, what it's supposed to do. Once you've dealt with it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. my I feel like my wife was talking today about how someone was asking her about how um, oh, you live with a comedian. You must be. It must be so funny at this wedding we were just at. They were like, "Oh, it must he must be cracking jokes all the time?" And I'm like, "No one on this planet thinks I'm less funny than my wife." That's so funny. Like, no one is more tired of my shit than her. You know I, what I mean? I thought you were gonna say, "No one actually likes to be around someone who's cracking jokes no, all the time." You can't give it a fucking rest, yes. man. Have an off button. Yeah, I had friends like that. Uh, in my improv days in Chicago where I'm like, it is just you and I, and I am trying to ask you, like, if you have siblings. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't, I get being on when you're like in a green room setting sometimes, or there's all a bunch of comedians all in the same place. It's gonna, someone's gonna crack wise. Or right, someone's right. gonna do a bit. I get it. Totally cool. I'm fine with it. But there needs to be like, yeah. Hey. I was never an improv person. I did one run of sketches at Second City. Um, and I not, liked not all of those people. I was depleted by being in a room full of them. At just so many, just constant performance. And I'm like, can you just be less big? Can you just turn the volume down? They don't perform with microphones. I just couldn't do it. I perform. just couldn't do it. Yeah, and that was what I was thinking. I was thinking that's theater kids. There is no Todd Berry's of, of improv, meaning like there's no whisper. You can't whisper in improv. There's, you don't have a microphone. You got to yell everything. Yeah, and in the dressing room before yeah. the show, oh, you yeah. have to yell everything because you're competing with each other for attention. I routinely have to be the, the one comedian who is defending improv yeah. A lot of the times, because it is a very one-sided war. Yeah. It is stand-ups being like, what the fuck is this shit, right? It is a very one-sided fight. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. To naughty words. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Is what they say. Yeah. And it's they've so got funny that you put on like a fake New York accent to say that. It's all these guys. What the fuck is this shit? It's all these fools. You, you said that like a person who's doing an impression of an American. I mean... 
I think that's what a lot of stand-ups that I, I don't love that's are. Funny. It's really funny. Doing. Um, but I do feel like I have to defend improv a lot. Yeah. And I and I don't want to... Can I give you the spark notes of my, my, my defense, my judo of it? Sure, sure, sure. I feel like, like I said, it's very one-sided. Improv people aren't hating on stand-ups. The only thing improv people say about stand-ups is they're pretty mean and they seem miserable, huh? Yeah. And I'm like, yes. But we're very funny. Very funny? We're funny. I agree. I would say if you go into the average stand-up show anywhere in the country versus the average improv show anywhere in the country, the average stand-up show will be funnier, will be a better show. It will be. On average. But the times when I have seen a show and left like in pain from laughing, like changed and believing that like art is real uh, and that people are have a talent that I would I, I, my brain can never function like that have been improv shows. I've, I have I have, I have left, never been to an improv show why, that did not make me swear I would never go back to another improv I show. I hear you. I don't I know what you. the fuck you're talking about. I, I don't know where you find it. Excuse me. Chicago. I'm not done speaking. I'm not done speaking. I have been to improv shows in Chicago. They're they are tied for just some of the worst experiences of my life. Absolutely unfunny annoying, bad. And I wasn't even going to say any of that, man, but you had to bring it up. And you I I didn't I didn't even ask. I'll bear the I cross. I don't even know what. I will bear the cross. Yeah, you brought uh, just unbelievable the uh, the old experiences I've had that made me think art is real. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out. I'm just out. saying I never feel that I don't that even way about know. stand-ups. I I'm I, I never feel like that about I never laughed that hard, hard at a stand. I don't know where you went. I don't care because I've had people <laughs> challenge me on this and be like, no, let me take you to a good one. And they always left apologizing and being like, You're it's wrong. usually better. And I'm like, it's You're actually wrong. fucking never better. What uh, the, what I will concede is that like house teams, were, were they like these improv theaters that put groups of people like much like what you were talking about, like when you were at, at Second City, I never, ever in my life want to go see a show in general. An improv show of people that did not specifically choose to be together. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the times other people are like, you guys are a team. And it's like you inevitably will not like one of them. And the chances that half of you don't like the other half are strong, too. And that makes for a miserable viewing experience in a bad. But when it's like friends who who actually have the same comedic sensibility and they are firing on all cylinders and they are one step ahead of every, uh, uh, you know, they just know each other so well. Uh, those are the shows that are fun and, and actually good. But you're, you're, you know what? I can't do this with you. Hey, I took three milligrams of melatonin several days ago. I'm simply not myself. Several days. And I don't have the bandwidth for this. Okay. Uh, I have seen those shows. They were bad. It's time to take a call. <laughs> I wasn't going to say any of this. No. I it, I've had this exact exchange 1000 yeah. times before. Yeah, I know. Be uh, do you know why? <laughs> I do. I'm saying I stand by it. I, I've never left a, a stand-up show cause partially cuz I know how the sausage is made cuz I'm like, man, what a great bit. Like not a not a not a an extra word in there or sometimes people will go you know, I know they wrote that on their couch six months ago and have carefully honed it down to be this thing where I'm not like blown away by the 
the the craft in in any sense. If anything, I'm just like, man, what a good what a good bit. But yeah, then, man, if there's one thing I hate, it's someone who's taken the time to work hard on a joke instead of shitting it out. No, 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 no. no. That's not what I mean. But then there's people who go, I saw this perfect in the moment turn where they added this tag, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, they. Imp- they improvise yeah. that. I, I know, man. If there's one thing they I love, that. it's an hour and a half show where one moment of it is funny. Oh, no, no, no. It's not an hour and a half. No, no. Like 20 <laughs> it's not an hour says. and a half. That's the argument. Not yeah, yeah. there's more than one joke that's funny. Oh. We should really okay. get to a call before. No, no, no. Let's. Hi, Laura. Do you have any advice about how to relax after a long day? Because I just can't seem to relax ever and I think that I'm going crazy and I need a way to unwind and just let my brain melt away so that I can be a better person. What a beautiful, buttery voice you have. Very buttery, butterscotch. I would listen to that voice to relax, but that's unhelpful because it's yours. That's true. You're probably not soothed by your own buttery vokes. Man, was that a nice voice. I'll take it. Good I, I want to listen baritone. to it again, but I don't think that our listeners would necessarily want to. And they could just rewind it if they did. Right. Yeah, yeah. You can hit back. Um, what are some things that you do to relax? You know, when I'm listening to that that person. I, I could just listen to it all day. I loved it. I mean, I, we already said it and I just could keep talking about it. I'm a big fan of that. I find it's so funny because we are trying to match it because We're it was trying. so pleasant. When I first wake up. And your like larynx hasn't is still really low in the thing. Yeah, I remembered recording a voiceover audition, and they were like, "This is good. Can you do this more?" I'm like, "No." Yeah, it was for the ten minute window right after I woke up, and I kind of sounded like you sound so creepy. Yep. Again, you would get along with my wife. (laughs) 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 These are all her opinions too. Uh, No, she's like, "You've been awake for two hours. Please stop." She's like, "What are you doing? You're in bed." doom scrolling which wraps back around to relax when you're trying to relax number one thing you need to do don't go on the internet mm-hmm. if you want to if you want to not uh have a sense of the world's on fire and everything is bad and we're all going to die and we're meat machines rotting standing up and why not die now instead of later get off the internet because the internet is just more of a, a reinforcement of that in my experience and it's very hard because we're all um, addicted in, to different um, degrees to our phones. And yeah, I don't do Twitter anymore. X. Because I have a Fitbit and I would look, I started looking at my heart rate. And when I was on Twitter, it went up invariably. Before I could physically, like, feel it, like, before I could feel it, I would just be on there and then I would be like, oh, I'm going to check and see if it happened again. 100% of the time. of the time. Um, My first thing that I like to do to relax is meditate. It helps me every single time. I never feel like doing it. I always expect to be bored. I'm never bored. It helps 100% of the time. And something that someone said to me, because I feel like everybody hates starting meditating. Um, Yeah, I need to be tricked into it. It's hard. And some people do like the, you listen to like a guided guided meditation. Yeah, which you can get on like YouTube or, you know, anywhere. Um, I don't. I'm just, it's just me. You raw but dog something, it. I raw dog it, but something that someone said <laughs> that helped me do that is he he said, um, even if your thoughts are running the entire time, it's still a perfect meditation. 
And that helped me because I always want to do things right. And I would get frustrated because I was like, man, I'm still thinking. And and he's so right. Like, I'm always thinking when I'm meditating. And I, you know, redirect myself to the present moment when I realize what I'm doing. But and that's like the muscle that you're working is like grounding, getting back to the present moment. And that's where the relaxation is. Um, but because because if we take moments one at a time, we are relaxed. Everything is fine. Sure. Um, Just a lot all at once when you got a lot of. Yeah, you're thinking in the future, you're replaying stuff that you said that was dumb that day or whatever, you know. I I guess I haven't heard it phrased that way because I, when I have had moments where I'm trying to like meditate, clear my head, I I like cannot. But hearing that like it's just the act of trying to take a moment to not be stressed is actually the healthy thing to do where in my head I'm just like, no, I got to trick myself. I got to like, I'm a, I'm a big, uh, recently I've been a big, um, I'm getting old, getting old. Yeah, I mean, I noticed you're I'm very baby faced and I baby find that face. incredibly hard to believe, but I'm getting older. I'm 33. I'm getting older. Go fuck yourself, dude. Well, have you bought a, not bought a funeral plot yet? Because <laughs> oh I already got mine. I bought my plot. That and, doesn't and mean I, you're old. It just means you're weird. What do you, are uh, you getting weirder? Oh, I'm getting, I'm I feel getting like you're weirder. getting weirder. I feel oh, like you're weirder than even weirder. you were the last time I saw you. But oh, that was, weirder. we haven't seen each other in it's a while. It's been too long. It's Has been it been like long. two fucking years? It's been too long, if you ask me. It, it was outdoors. I think so. I feel like we were performing outdoors. I think you were right. I think it was COVID aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right. It's been long. COVID, I got way weird. I got way weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think you've weirdened up since COVID. Oh, I'm dialing it up. I feel like maybe you were normal during COVID. Nope. <laughs> it just got worse. All my worst instincts have gotten uh, dialed up. I feel like I've become a, a, a true um, Peloton slut. So I'm a big Peloton slut now. I don't like to listen to the people. I don't like the classes. I don't like anything block off the screen and I put my You're describing an exercise bicycle, are you not? I am. But I put, what I like to do is I like to ride my bike, and this is how I know I'm getting old, to baseball games on the radio. And hear me out. I love that the ads are like, they know that it's only for like 80-year-old men. They're, They're like, under, you can come on down to Boone County Distillery and find out why our whiskey is made by ghosts. Can I just say that when you said that you like to ride your bike to baseball games on the radio? You wanted to kill me? No. Instead of picturing what you mean, which is you play baseball games on the radio and ride your bike, I thought that the path that you choose was riding your bike to a baseball game. Oh, that I'm... That it's <laughs> like, like visualizing me to attend going to, a baseball game. to Wrigley Field or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like, I mean, I'm sure there's probably something in there. I wouldn't know about it because I don't like you the music the they play. Yeah. I don't like the people talking to me. Yeah. Stop telling me to gas it that's more. That's the basis of Peloton. That's the concept. I get juice. I fully juice out. But I find myself that those are the only ways that I'm able to shut out the noise is by like tricking my brain into doing something that I, I, I'm... In, in my brain's not working at all. I'm not yeah. thinking at all, which is yeah. good. But I have to trick myself to do it. And now I know I'm tricking myself to do it. So there's an extra layer where I'm right. like, you got to trick yourself through the trick. You got to really juice. Yeah. Got to really get juiced. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to do with this guy, JP? Mm-hmm. It only gets worse. It's only going to dial up from here. Are you, are you regretting having me yet? <laughs> I'm not at all. Um, 
But JP was. I saw his face. Well, I just know what happens. I'm older than him. That's and right. I, I listen to He's two years MLB old. radio. You do look like a future Luke. Like you guys Luke. got steely blue Watch eyes. Out. Could Watch be out, relatives on a sitcom. What happens next is you start listening to people talking about the games from yesterday. That's bad. That's, that's me in the morning. MLB radio listening to the recaps. See, I'll watch Long Dongs at night. What the hell is Long Dongs? <laughs> it's a Homer's. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the... My wife calls me a psycho for watching um, highlights of other teams or highlights of my team that I literally watched earlier that day. She goes, Are, what is wrong with you? Is something wrong with you? And to me, it's, it puts me to sleep. I'm like, it lets me not think about other shit. Can we go back to meditation? I yeah. was still I was still talking about it. And um So, okay. So, what I like about it is like even if your thoughts are racing the entire time, they would be doing that anyway. They are doing that anyway. Right. While you're driving, while you're scrolling on your phone, and so meditation just gives me the space to kind of like let that coil unwind. You know what I mean? Do you feel like, though, like, I'm, I don't know if you're somebody like, if, if you haven't done a task that you know you need to do that day, and it's like, maybe a little thing that only is going to take you 15 minutes. Like, I'm some, I, I will, like, spiral if I don't do it. But I mean, I try I to put do my other on. stuff. No, I, I actually, bad. I actually don't. And I always get, like, I get a clearer perspective when I meditate. Like it puts space between me and the rest of my life. So I will often have the clarity of like that phone call is going to be 30 seconds and you're going to do it after this. It gets in the way of any like executive dysfunction I might be having where I'm like tr trying to plan the rest of my day. What am I going to do first? What am I going to do next? I feel like in the uncoiling that happens during meditation, it all just becomes very clear. And doable. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I Which struggle with that. makes everything more manageable. I'm bad at that. And then, yeah, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at policing myself. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. The heavenly, the intention of the meditation is probably something that I should attempt. It's so nice. I need to do that. Yeah. That would be my biggest piece of advice. Do you have any more advice on how to relax? Jopo, jack off, pass out. <laughs> God damn it, dude. I mean, that was what came to my mind right away, but I wanted to do something more artful. But you hate that. I mean, it's fine. Passing out. Jack off, pass this out. Tell guy to fucking go to sleep to relax? No, no. You jack off in order to pass out. By pass out, you mean go to sleep, though. You don't yes. mean fainting from no. something Yeah, don't medical. do it standing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, you can do it if you're... I mean, if you're, you're saying like, take a nap. I'm saying I feel like there's a difference between numbing out and relaxing though. It sounds like this person wants to relax. Gotcha. I mean, if you're a reader, I'm a big I'm a I I go through spurts where I read a ton. Yeah, and I'm right same. now in mid I've been on a reading binge mm -hmm. recently. But I have the 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 dangerous thing where I get so 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 tired. I'll, I'll like, you know what? I'm going to read a little bit at like in the middle of the day, and then I feel this, I have it just innately, like I you, you read before bed. So anytime I read now, my body's like, oh, time to shut down fully for the whole day. <laughs> well, thank you. You read one page and it's time for you to do a full REM cycle. So and I'm like, funny. no, I can't. I can't do that right now. Yeah. So I have to be put in uncomfortable situations to read. So I can't like read laying down or sitting down even. I need to be like in the sun. Baking. Standing? I, uh, 
I need to be uncomfortably, like I need to be sweating in the sun or something. I'm a, I love a good like porch read where I'm like, I don't know. I'm a, I, where I can't nod off. I'm not, I'm not in a situation where I'm going to be able to fall asleep right now. Yeah, I am so tired. I don't know if I mentioned that I took three milligrams that of does melatonin not seem like a lot. several days ago. It's like the lowest amount that you can possibly take. I, I swear it. it has fucked me up. People who suggest melatonin, I like I'm somebody who I, it fucks me up. It I do not like me it. Up. I don't Thank like it. Thank you for saying that. My wife loves it. And I'm like, you're I, I don't, don't want dude. I feel like I took NyQuil before coming to do the podcast. Yes. I hate it. Because then when you sleep with melatonin, I wake up as though I have been filled with wet cement. Where Dude, I'm just like, totally. I feel horrible when I take melatonin and I wake up feeling not rested at all. I stopped taking it, but I was taking it every night and I feel like it's still in my system. I feel like days later, there's no way. There's no way. Maybe that's just your... I'll let you believe what you Why want to believe. Why am I so tired? Um, you knew I was coming and you knew I was going to say something about improv and you're like, I don't even want to do I this. Had, I could not have imagined this. If you, I, you if I drew you as a joke, you wouldn't have said half the shit you've said today. Hey, you don't even want to see my, my full length back tat then. Are you speaking in an accent right now? No. What I? is happening? Uh, do you have a back tattoo? of? <laughs> no, okay. I, I just imagine just myself having yes like an improv just scene. Fucking yeah. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a, someone zip zaps off. someone needed to have stopped this. No, and I say that also having never not done improv since 2017, too. Yeah. <laughs> we all die someday. God damn it. Uh... Should we do another? I just, I have not been able to predict what you were going to say next this entire day. You're like, you're just raw dog and sleep, or I don't even know what you were talking about. You've sexualized a number of what things the? that don't need to be sexual. What did, What else did he say did that I was do? particularly profane? And you just don't expect profane? it to come out of that face. Well, the Joe Poe thing? Joe yes, Poe. Well, Jack, I'll pass out. Well, that's good advice. But there was something else. I don't know. I feel like I've been a good boy. Are you touching your penis right now? No, I was oh, okay. putting my leg up on my okay. thing. <laughs> That'd be bad. I was like, are you physically touching yourself as you're saying, I feel like I've been a good boy because... That's not my flavor. We're going to have to end this flavor. early. Yeah. Let's do another call. Uh, we've got yeah, a, let's help someone. Yeah. Let's help someone. We've got an email here for this one. Uh, it says, hi, Laura. I work in an office and a few of my coworkers are planning a vacation together. I thought I was part of the group, but now they openly discuss it at work and it sucks. What makes it worse is when they're on their trip, I'll have to cover for two of them. Uh, do I bring this up or do I just do my job and look for new friends because I can't see remaining friends with them after this? It sucks, dude. That sucks. That sucks. Something did come into my mind. And unless you'd like to begin, no, I can share that while you come up with something or see if that sparks something. No, and I'm trying to make sure that everything I say isn't about... I'm sorry, I shouldn't naughty. have asked you not to touch your penis during the podcast. Look, That's on me. You shouldn't have to say it. <laughs> but sometimes the ground rules need to be laid. <laughs> so, I just say, I wasn't told in advance I wasn't allowed to do that. We've never had to say that to someone. Well, live, laugh, love, and learn. <laughs> and that's the thing is you're saying things like that w while it's happening. Like yeah. you're alternating between saying that. Um, okay. So 
I have had experience with this. People at my day job that I had before I was doing stand-up full-time would, like, go to parties together and talk about it. Like, they hung out on the weekends and then talked about it freely in front of me, and I never got invited to this stuff, and it hurt my feelings. And I told someone about it, because it, it always hurts to be excluded. And I told someone about it, and she was like, do you even really like these people? And I was like, no, I don't. And she was like, I think that people can tell when they're just not your people. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, if I got invited to any of this shit, I wouldn't go. You want the first red of refusal. You want to be able to be like, thank you so much but for the invite, invite, but me. no. It's yeah. fucking rude to not it invite is. someone to something and have them be the only one there who's not invited and talk about it freely in front of them. It's fucking rude. And so it makes you feel excluded, which just like is biologically painful, yep. rejected, which again is extremely painful and disrespected. It's yep. fucking disrespectful. And especially when in this emailer's situation, there will be a resentment there. Like, clearly you're not, it sucks to probably, you've already accepted this simply by emailing it in that you're not on the same uh, page in terms of your level of friendship with these people. And here's the thing. If, if you're not, you've already, writing it in, probably know that the answer is you're not, these people aren't as good of friends as maybe you thought they were or you wish they would be. And if you're having a cover for them, they're, you're going to, you're going to be, of course, look for new friends. Yeah, I, I think you don't, if anything, try to not be resentful, but also don't uh, give them any more space in your head because they clearly aren't thinking about you that much. So, you know, if, if they're not thinking about you, let them come to you, you know, if they like, cause I'm not saying that they're, maybe they are friendly with you and they're cool with you, but like, if they're putting you in the situation where you have to work more then not nah, dog, that, that, that those aren't very good friends then. From raw dog to not nah, dog. To not nah, dog. Right. Exactly. That's my full length back tat. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> From raw dog to not nah, dog. Yeah. And I mean, I think you really said, you said, I can't see remaining friends with them after this or at least don't give them the the mental like uh space that they probably occupy now which is like you were hoping they would invite you it's clear they don't see you as this on the same level as they do and by even thinking about them more you're giving it more air than it probably deserves and you know in the future if they invite you to something cool like don't be like a jerk or whatever like you can still be work friends but work friends are weird you when know? people tell me just don't think about it, that I doesn't know. really work for me. I, I need to know why not to think about. And so something, they're not thinking about you. The more you think about them is the, the the deeper in the hole you're going. So like whatever you can do to pivot, because they've clearly pivoted already. So you're just causing yourself more grief to give them space in your head, I think. Something, I mean, for sure. But something that helps me not think about it um, is like, when I look back and I'm like, have I rejected previous invitations? Yeah. And often, you know, there's there like I have friends where they don't invite me to a lot of stuff and they do stuff together and I see pictures of it. And then I'm like. What? what the, and then what I the, look back the and I'm like, they've invited me to hang out so many times and I've said no. I know what you you're know talking what I mean? about. Yeah. And so, like, I can't really get mad. And that really has helped me not think about it and not take it personally, not worry about it. I've also done that to other people. That's the harder thing. It's like the sometimes uh, when you put in the perspective of like, I really have stopped hitting this person. Of up course, because, because you do. But then it's hard to log that in the moment. Yeah. You know, it'll be like a year, like 
we I like not that we're hanging out all the time or whatever, but like it's been it's been years since we we saw each other. Yeah. But it's one of those things where you don't I'm I'm not checking in uh, mentally being like, it's been six months since me and Laura right. were on a show together and caught up a little bit. It's right. Like, it's like, yeah, sometimes it, it's not as much malice as you assign to it when you're the person left out. Like they're not trying to be mean, but they are not the probably that good of friends. Yeah. Yeah, 100 percent. But who knows? Who knows if down the road, six months, a year from now, sometimes people are like, you know, if, especially if you work with them and you see them all the time at work, all the time. You don't know. Your relationship to them can change. But I think don't give them, don't let them live rent free, you know. 100%. Make them come to you. And then do we have a third call? We do. Hi, Laura. I was hoping that you could give me some advice on how to best continually live a healthy lifestyle. I have trouble committing and keeping steady. And I was hoping that you could give me some tips, tricks, and just any information you had. You seem good at that. Yeah, but I don't know why. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, oh, fuck, man. I don't know. I don't know why I'm good at it. Do you have, do you have an addictive personality? Yeah. Because maybe you've now just been become rewired to be addicted to the doing the right thing. Which it seems like is good and that you have. Done. Definitely not addicted no, to doing work. the right thing. No, it sucks. It is work. Um, I will say this. My exercise routine is super small and manageable. Like I do strength training no more than every other day. Um, my My dietician actually suggested that I – because she did her thesis on basically like what is the least amount of exercise you can do and stay in, in shape, which is good for people with like inflammation right. to know. Um, she says do 8 to 10 exercises, do two reps. Uh, not two reps. Uh, two sets or yeah, two. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, she says three can be inflammatory. I've talked to a personal trainer who said that she thinks that this is insane, so bear that in mind as well. But I'm just telling you what I do. So um, – yeah, two sets of that and eight to 12 reps. So eight to 10 exercises, eight to 12 reps, two sets. Pick shit that you like. The end of it should be hard. Um, I do ass, abs, and arms. That like Those are my things that I hit. So I do like four or three of each to get to my t- however many extra 10 right. exercises that I do. And I walk every day. I go for walks. 10,000 steps is the goal. I seldom hit it. Um, But yeah, get out there, get fresh air. And I don't know, take it one day at a time. If you fall off it, get back up. But I find that like the building of the habit is the hardest part. So I'm rotten at that. I'm rotten at that. Yeah. And for the food, I hired a professional and I do what she says. I, I weigh and measure stuff. I definitely suggest doing that at least in the beginning until you figure out what portions look like. Like measure it and weigh it because you don't fucking know. I still weigh and me- I mean, I now weigh and measure everything I eat without exception. Um, but like. I How much s- does like a Crunchwrap Supreme weigh? That doesn't exist in my life. <laughs> it's also not food. It's not food. That's not food. It's not food. But it would be funny to like go through the same really process funny. with just absolute garbage food. Yeah. It'd be like, technically, this is portion out your I mean, chicken fries. You can do that with like a hamburger and a bun. Yeah. You know? You can. I feel like, and I'll just jump in with this person. 
I'm bad at habit forming. Yeah. I, I'm the kind of person where once I get into a routine, my brain is like, break the, even if it's like a totally doable, positive thing, I just don't like, I get monotony and that makes me depressed. When I do the same thing at the same time every day, anything. I, I like to purposefully throw a wrench in my own um, routine to do something a little differently, even if it's like if I'm going on the uh, like uh, when I would like go for runs, I didn't like going on the same route every day, even though I knew exactly how long that route was. Eventually, I would be like, I'm sick of this route because I'm counting down when that hill happens. And I don't want to be thinking about the hill when I'm, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be. So I would change up my route, even though it might not be exactly the distance I wanted. I just, my brain needed to go a different way this day. And that's the way my brain is. It's weird. But I would say to this person, if you're like me at all, sometimes I'm really on my game and I'm really eating right and I'm working out and I'm treating myself well. I'm getting enough sleep and blah, blah, blah. And then you'll have like, let's say a wedding in Chicago, like I did this weekend. And you kind of, in essence, go off the wagon and you essentially do a day where you're not following any of the good things that you've been doing and you and you just do your you eat the equivalent of black tar heroin for a night which is in Chicago that was what I was doing I'm eating all my favorite things I lived there for years I love it I would I would it's so yummy so good I want to go to all my spots what's tough is sometimes my brain goes to well crap I'm off the wagon and why even give a shit now that I'm back on a monday you know from a bad weekend where I was naughty, but I think fight that, that like, like slipping up is going to happen and that you got to not throw the baby out with the bathwater in terms of like, don't let a bad day turn into a bad week month, you know? Yeah. I am completely the opposite. Really? I could not be any further from that. I'm all about structure and routine. I basically eat the same exact thing every single day. I would die. I couldn't do it. I wake up. Couldn't I look forward to it. I look forward to every... I wake up and press the coffee button and spray and preheat my pancake pans and make my little pancakes that I prepped the night before. Like, I... And I look forward to that every day. I wish I could do that. I have a very structured routine. And what does not work for me is doing, like, a cheat day or, like, falling out of a pattern. Like, it's all about maintenance. But what happens when that does happen? Because starting is so fucking hard. Luke, it just has not happened. Wow. Since I, like, got Some of healthy us aren't perfect. and lost the weight, it just hasn't happened. That's I wild. just don't. But I have daily accountability. Like, I tell someone every morning what I'm going to eat that day, and then I weigh it and measure it and eat it. So, I, I mean, that's all I have to offer because that's all that's worked for me. Right. I realize that I am at the most extreme end yeah. of, like, structure and accountability. I mean, that I wish I could do that. I, would, I, I, I w wish that my, like... Not that like, it's more just, um, I'm, I'm talking more about just forgiving myself for when I do go off the wagon. Yeah. Uh, is, yeah. Is JP, not, is, yeah. what do you do? You seem like a moderate person, <sighs> but you seem healthy. Well, I mean, I do have my, I mean, times where I, where I fall into like bad habits and certainly like you're traveling on the road and you're like, oh, this is easy right. and it's sort of like fun. But something I miss about working in an office when we were, you know, back in the Kona days, um, I would try and find any days I didn't have like a, a lunch meeting or like going to meet somebody. I would rather, if I was going to eat in my office or eat around the office, I would take a, a walk around. I would go out for a walk and maybe listen to like a podcast or something for like, you know, 15, 30 minutes or something just to kind of get out and move around a little bit. 
just to, you know, I think mentally it helped me. Uh, physically, it helped me a little bit. Um, and uh, I mean, I'm also now I'm a dad, so I chase around two little ones a lot. So I think that is, pretty, unfortunately, it's pretty much the most exercise I'm getting. Yeah. Um, I miss out. I miss the days I played soccer every Sunday. That was like something I played. I, I, I just got me up and around and kind of formed a routine. And But um, I'm not as healthy as I'd like to be. Um, I wish I ate better. I mean, thank thank God my wife's a great cook. She cooks for us all the time. Um, but you I guys do. guys and your wives just oh. bragging and bragging. <laughs> great girl. <laughs> but go that makes it easy girl. for me. But yeah. I do still have those moments where I'm like, ah, what's the big deal if I just go get some fast food or something like that? You know, because it tastes good because it's got addictive stuff in it. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you guys also do have like a way wider margin of error than I do. Like Maybe. I was talking to the guy that I'm dating last night and he and I was like, oh, wow, I like really was active today. I burned like 2000 calories um, that set on my Fitbit. And he was like, I can't tell if you're kidding or not. He's like, that's not a lot at all. And he said that when he is like not working out, um, like a not active day for him, he burns like 2400 calories. Right. And I... On a day, if I'm not active, I can burn 1,400. Right. So there's just so much more room for like. I know what you mean. Like you, you do have to listen to your body and know what's going to work for you. And yeah. Like, and uh, yeah, like I, I, I went and I just like overate like crazy this weekend. And yeah. my, my wife is somebody who's very like when she's on a, a health kick, she's militant about it. Like she. There's no cheating. There's no. But then when she's off it, she's she parties. She's bad. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, man, oh man, wouldn't it be cool at some point in in our lives? Because I end up going with the flow a lot of times with whatever she's doing. That I'm like, wouldn't it be cool to not have this yo-yo effect of like all the way on, all the way off, and to find that happy medium of like, hey, can we do something and can we be chill about anything? And yeah. the answer is no. And I love her very much, but zero chill about anything. The answer is no, friends. Thank you so much for joining us, nope. Luke Null. Um, you can stream Luke's album, Guitar Comic, pretty much anywhere you listen to your music. And to see Luke live, go to lukenull.com for tickets. Uh, if you would like some unsound advice, send me a voice memo at lara at unsoundadvicepod.com. That's L-A-R-A. Maybe we will feature you in an upcoming episode. There is like a 100% chance that we will. Please uh, call in. Take it what you like and leave the rest. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you so Thank much. You that was really fun. <laughs>